Uh, how does Holly pronounce her last name? Sin? C-I-N? Holly Sin, welcome to JM in the AM. Hello, nice to be here. I want to I want to thank you publicly for inviting us into your home earlier today. Your home's a little different than if we would have been there a couple of months ago, right? A little bit different. Yeah, a little bit. Um, it was interesting, the story you told us, and I'd love for the audience to hear, that uh, you went to sleep that night, and uh, Monday night after Shavu, it was a three-day untip. And, you know, three-day untips are not easy to begin with, Holly. You know that, right? <laughs> and then, and then look what God had in store for you after the three-day hunting. Exactly. You went to sleep that evening, and all of a sudden, while you heard some type of slushing noise in the middle of your, you know, semi-sleep, you realized as you touched the floor or tried to that you were in the middle of uh, a big flood uh, in your bedroom, uh, yeah. which is on the first floor of your home, and that's where it all began. And the adventure of that night just, you know, kept going and <laughs> yeah, kept going. Yeah, the adventure. Yeah. Pretty amazing, huh? <laughs> It was Where rough. are you staying now, by the way? Where have you made your temporary home? We've been staying in the home of our dear friends, Dr. Ruth Katz and Arik Sharon, who are in Israel uh, at the moment. But they took us in. They have taken us in before. They were our uh, flood. They were our evacuation central. Every, they, they're every your, time, they're uh, your flood family. They were our flood family. <laughs> every time a hurricane was coming and we thought a flood was going to come, we went and took uh, refuge in their home. So they are in Israel. They're coming back. And uh, actually, we plan to evacuate from their home so they can have it free from visitors. And we're going to stay at another home of our friends who are also in Israel, our dear friends, Rabbi and Fagi Grossman. Um, we'll be there for a month. So that's the plan for now. Were you, uh, in retrospect, were you able to save from the house what you would have wanted to save if you had time to think about what you wanted to take out of that house? Yeah, thank God. I, unlike other people who really, you know, lost much more in terms of personal goods and uh, memories and stuff like that, we we really did not lose uh, things that can't be replaced. We got about two feet of water, less than that, and uh, most of my, all of our svarim were up high. Most of my pictures were up high. My wedding album was below the coffee table, and it was in a box, and it did get wet, but. Um, I guess somewhat miraculously, I was able to take it out and all of the pictures inside, although the album itself was moist, right. uh, damaged, but the actual pictures inside, and I don't have any, it was 18 years ago, 18 and a half years ago, I don't have any digital uh, remnant of that uh, to reproduce it. Uh, but the pictures themselves were, uh, were not damaged and I'm confident, although I haven't looked into it because other pressing matters, I will be able to rebind the book. And, and you joked with us, and the reason I'm laughing is because you joked with us because you found the wedding album, you told your husband, I guess we're still married. That's right, yeah, <laughs> that's right. That was a message from God. So. <laughs> well, at, least, at least that, and look, uh, as we've, uh, and this is no secret, people know how human beings are, it's always the most sentimental and you know, important collectibles, so to speak, that mean the most. Uh, that comes after physical safety. Thank God your family made it through physically okay. Uh, there were people in this town who who, uh, met, who really a, met a terrible end. Yeah, right. who suffered. Uh, and, um, and I didn't have a young... I mean, my kids were older. My right. kids, my sons, I have three sons, two of whom were at home at the time, uh, 13, uh, almost 13 and well, 12 and a half and almost 14, actually. And uh, no, so that was fine. We weren't yeah. on tables. We weren't in any rescue. So we leave situation. your home. We leave your home, and our, our general manager, Miriam L. Wallach, makes the following comment. She says, Could you imagine the one thing that this woman, Holly, says to us at the end of the visit is that 
I need that. How how can I not rebuild this house? And how can we not rebuild this neighborhood and synagogue? Because I need more visitors, more guests. I need to entertain more people who are you know who want a nice Shabbos atmosphere, whatever the case may be. That that's interesting that that would be foremost on your mind as you're going through this whole difficult experience. Well, I mean, I'm, I'm really hoping that our community won't take as big of a hit as it uh, seems. You know, we're a small community and uh, for, uh, five of our families, and we're not a large community, five of our families were flooded and and a uh, few of them are deciding to leave as a result of this and not necessarily rebuilding. And so, yeah, it's not just my house that I'm worried about. It's the it's my community, but uh, you know, it's a shame because it's we have a really wonderful, small, close-knit community. We met Rabbi Moskowitz earlier. He's been absolutely fantastic, a real leader and a real um, inspiration for all of us, you know, keeping up, keeping, keeping positive and helping out as much as he possibly can. I mean, we couldn't ask for anything more from him and from Malka, his wife. They've just been, uh, you know, true Hasidim for us, true, true, true help for the community. The truth is that most of our neighborhood is not in the flood zone. However, right. some of us are in the flood zone, but most are not. It's, uh, but the perception of our community is that it's in the flood zone, so you might not want to buy a house there, but it's really not the actual truth. The, the house, there are houses further away from the bayou that have never flooded before, and they're lovely, and uh, we really have a beautiful neighborhood. So it's a little bit sad for me. Yeah, I understand that. Uh, what's the big lesson from all of this as you think about uh, the recovery and the rebuilding that's going to have to happen in your family situation and you are concerned, obviously, about the future of the community in general? What is the, what is the big takeaway from all this? <laughs> By insurance. <laughs> <laughs> that's it, huh? <laughs> Don't go uninsured. No, I mean, look, uh, you know, Hashem sends us challenges and uh, hopefully he sends us the wherewithal to overcome the challenges. You know, I, as I said, I wouldn't want to be in a situation that other people were in. I mean, I wouldn't want to be in, uh, you know, nobody's sick, nobody's dying. Right. You know, it's all something that can definitely be overcome. It's exhausting. It's tiring. Um, but we, we know that there's a good light at the end of this tunnel. And uh, God willing, we should make it through. Well, thank you for joining us. I hope next time I visit your home, I will be able to be one of those guests that you crave so much. It'll be wonderful. We have a bar mitzvah <laughs> December 25th. If you're in town, please join us. All right. It'll be a big celebration. <laughs> God willing, the house will be in order by uh, by that time. Bezrat Hashem. Thank you very much, Holly Sid. Holly is, um, uh, is uh, one of the people that uh, has a positive outlook, even though she may not think so. Seems to me like she has a positive outlook about everything that's about to happen down here in Houston.